President Biden has announced his goal to withdraw all American forces from Afghanistan by September 11th, 2021, the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks. President George W. Bush ordered the Afghanistan invasion after the horrific terrorist attacks on our homeland with the goal to punish 9-11 mastermind Osama bin Laden and to destroy the Al-Qaeda terrorist network, the last of which had been sheltered in the rural areas of Afghanistan. President Biden has placed an end date on our nation's longest war in the country known as the graveyard of empires because nation after nation has failed to either pacify or unify Afghanistan dating back to the Middle Ages. The decision for withdrawal has been met with mixed reviews. While some worry that the withdrawal ensures Afghanistan's descends into chaos after American and allied forces leave, others feel as though the war has moved long past its original objectives. President Biden has long advocated for America to withdraw from the war in Afghanistan, believing that under a conditions-based exit approach, which was the policy of previous administrations, U.S. forces would always have reason to remain involved in the conflict. As Vice President, Biden was against President Obama's 2009 troop surge, a move that was largely supported at the time by the Pentagon senior leaders. Over the course of the 20-year conflict, the United States has suffered nearly 2,400 service member deaths, over 20,000 injuries, and spent almost $2 trillion. Moreover, American involvement in Afghanistan has suffered from mission creep. While we originally entered the conflict to find the terrorists responsible for 9-11, we have stayed 10 years past the successful Osama bin Laden mission. The war in Afghanistan has strong and distressing parallels to my own experience serving as a Marine Corps infantry platoon commander in the Vietnam War. I served in Vietnam from 1969 to 1970 during the height of America's draft and troop buildup in that country. In combat, the young Marines in my platoon served with honor. They did everything their country asked of them and more. I'd like to give you a realistic picture of life as an infantry rifleman in combat slogging through free fire zones for weeks and months, seeking an elusive but ever-present lethal enemy, never knowing if someone was an enemy or a friend. It was a war without a front line, much like the Afghanistan conflict. Little did we know, as we risk our lives each day and night, that President Nixon was in secret negotiations to get out of Vietnam. Our day-to-day -day operations were linked to winning the war. In 1969 alone, 11,616 American servicemen were killed while secret negotiations to pull out of Vietnam were ongoing. The similarities between Afghanistan and Vietnam are unsettling. Just as our government had no intention of winning the war in Vietnam when I was there, unbeknownst to those of us during the actual fighting, we have had no real strategy for winning in Afghanistan for years. As President Biden stated, quote, we went to Afghanistan to get terrorists the terrorists who attacked us on 9-11. And we said we would follow Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell to do it. And we delivered justice to bin Laden. We degraded the terrorist threat of Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. And after 20 years of valor and sacrifice, it's time to bring those troops home, end quote. The U.S. withdrawal process is already underway. Bases and weapons that once supported 100,000 American troops at its peak are being disassembled and brought out or left for the Afghan forces. In his April 14th speech announcing the withdrawal, 
President Biden said, quote, American troops shouldn't be used as a bargaining chip between warring parties and other countries, end quote. I am confident that U.S. intelligence assets, capable with our military capabilities, could successfully conduct a surgical strike from outside Afghanistan if terrorist forces were rebuilding capabilities there intended to strike our homeland. The U.S. has pledged to maintain humanitarian and diplomatic support for Afghanistan, and I would hope to provide funding for the logistic support needed to keep the Afghan forces operational. The U.S. and our allies should also seek to preserve the rights and privileges of Afghan women in terms of their education, their work opportunities, and their place in society. Thank you for listening.